What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet, and today is another edition of the Overthinking MTG podcast, the show where we take a look at an individual magic card and talk about it for about 10 minutes or so. And today we are looking at a special... Uh, preview from modern horizons 2 that was actually spoiled as of this recording uh by day nine on twitter and um it's it's an interesting card to say the least with with premium priced products that are designed to supplement the eternal uh formats like modern or legacy or vintage i generally accept that these products aren't for me um i don't currently play modern uh i don't really have any plans of getting into modern either nothing against the format is just kind of picking my battles and that's not one of them that i've decided to jump into yet um but then wizards went ahead and printed this grist the hunger tide and all of a sudden, I'm now curious if I need to get into Modern, or at the very least, I need to get my hands on a copy of this card. So, as long as Grist the Hunger Tide isn't on the battlefield, it's a 1-1 insect creature token, or sorry, 1-1 insect creature in addition to its other types. So this is, oh, and let me, let me back up a little bit. For one black green, it is a three loyalty planeswalker, legendary planeswalker Grist. And it's an insect creature when it's not on the battlefield. The moment it goes onto the battlefield, it stops being a creature and becomes a planeswalker. That means cards that tutor up creatures can go grab it. Cards that can pull creatures out of your graveyard can go grab it. Um, also, it's an insect, which is relevant for uh, some some text later on this card. Let's let's keep let's keep on reading. So Grist's plus one ability create a one one black and green insect creature token, then mill a card. If an insect card was milled this way, put a loyalty counter on Grist and repeat this process. Fun fact: if you mill Grist with Grist, it counts as an insect creature card because Grist is an insect creature when it's in your graveyard. And so you would get to create a black and green insect creature token and repeat the process. So this is a way to produce a lot of insects potentially. It's also worth noting that the insects are black and green. A number of aristocrat effects like Savra, Queen of the Golgari, have, imp uh, have effects on them that specifically care if the creature is green or black. Um, and so the fact that it's green and black is very relevant in those types of situations. Um, let's see what other abilities are on this delightful three-mana Planeswalker. That's the other thing. Let's just throw this out there. It's a three-mana Golgari Planeswalker. Let's not forget that. Minus two, you may sacrifice a creature. When you do, destroy target creature or planeswalker. So it's spot removal, but you need to sacrifice something in order to take advantage of it. Not a big deal in my opinion. Definitely worth it. Plus, actually, it op operates as a sack outlet. So in a situation where you want to be sacrificing stuff, you get to do that. And then finally, it has an ultimate, negative five. Each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. So in a deck that has so there are a couple of things with this card one it gets resurrected by a card called unearth which is a sorcery for one black return target creature with mana mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield you can unearth grist the hunger tide so there's that if your deck is made up primarily of insect cards which to be fair there aren't I don't believe there are that many right now, uh, or at least not that many playable ones. But if you're trying to build a combo situation, 
you're going to have as few lands as possible with cards like Unearth or, uh, I, I mean, some variant of uh, land fetching cards that allow you to, I, I don't know exactly, like, I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, there's a card, Crop Rotation is the one I'm thinking of. I don't know if that's modern legal to be honest i believe it is but i could be mistaken um that allows you to sacrifice a land and go search your library for a ba for a land and put it onto the battlefield um cards like that would be very beneficial because it would help thin out the library of lands and allow you to hit a critical mass of insect creature tokens therefore allowing grist to basically just combo off with himself where you minus or where you plus one flip over a bunch of different insect creature token or creature cards into your graveyard um you can also use cards like uh forever young to tee this up forever young being a card that where you take any number of creatures from your graveyard and put them on top of your library in any order and then draw a card so that could be really really handy um forever young would also be a way to get grist into your hand if you have some way of filling your graveyard already uh prior to this so any kind of self-mill strategy is going to take advantage of Grist. And this doesn't really strike me as a reanimator card, despite the fact that I was talking about fun things I want to do with reanimator. This is a combo piece. This is a combo piece with itself. And so what, what you do is you plus one, mill a bunch of stuff into your graveyard, you uptick a bunch, because with each of those... Uh, with each time you repeat the process, you put an additional loyalty counter on Grist, which means... Grist comes down as a three-mana Planeswalker, but if you're able to plus one and hit a decent vein of insects, not only are you putting a bunch of creature cards in your graveyard, which you're definitely doing, you're also upticking Grist an, uh, quite a few times, um, which could allow, if you hit, so in a situation where you hit enough insects off the top, if you're able to hit 20 insects off the top, which you got to do some kind of setup to make that happen, whether that's really creative deck building, um, to build out some kind of weird minimal land or no land situation that has nothing but insect creature tokens in there. I don't know if there's something like, or some nothing but insect creature cards rather in the deck itself. I don't know if that would be possible, but I want to believe that maybe there's a way leveraging something that we haven't seen from Modern Horizons 2 yet. So you'd be able to create or have minimal lands in the deck itself, or hopefully no lands at all, get Grist onto the board, you flip over all your insect creature tokens, which is the vast majority of the deck, next turn rolls around, you downtick Grist, and then each opponent, opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. Yeah, and so for this to work, you need a couple of things. You need to not have... It needs to not be exclusively insect creature tokens because the plus one is not a may. So you do need to hit a land at some point in order to stop the combo from going off um, or in order to stop it from just milling yourself outright. But you still need to get a critical mass of insects into your graveyard in order for this to really pop off. But the fact that the negative five just straight up wins the game if your graveyard is loaded that's impressive and also in a commander game i want to point out it says each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard this is awesome <laughs> this is fantastic and on top of that there has been a lot of discussion over whether or not grist is playable as your commander and i have seen as of this recording sheldon menory of the uh, commander rules committee has come out on twitter and said that grist can be your commander because when grist is in the command zone 
It is a 1-1 insect creature in addition to its other types. So it is, Grist does qualify as a legendary creature for the purposes of Commander, despite the fact that it cannot be a legendary creature on the battlefield, at least without some kind of weird shenanigans. Well, some weird shenanigans. I mean, Sarkin would be one way to just turn it into, you know, turn Planeswalker into a creature. But that aside, aside from it being turned into a creature by some other means, it is not a creature on the battlefield, but it can be your commander. I find that fascinating. Um, and there's a lot of existential discussion on Twitter today, actually, about whether or not um, whether or not it's an insect creature when you are not playing a game. You know, so when you are building your deck, does it count as an insect creature or not? And, uh, I, I, you know, that's... I, to be honest, I still don't really know the answer to that, but I know it's irrelevant as far as Commander is concerned. Um, it would uh, it would seem that it does qualify because it's not on the battlefield. And so when it's in your trade binder or when it's in the booster pack sitting at the store, it is, in fact, a 1-1 insect creature in addition to its other types because it's not on the battlefield yet. I just find this card endlessly fascinating. And anything that can get um, MTG nerds talking about like existential philosophy, I'm down for. You know, what is the nature of this card? Do you have to be playing a game in order for its rules text to be meaningful for its type i just i love this stuff like i think this card is super fun it's super interesting i suspect that there's going to be a busted combo that comes out of it whether or not it's going to be like ban worthy or whether or not it's just going to be really good i don't know um it but i have a feeling there's going to be something there's going to be a deck and it may not be top tier I believe there's going to be a combo deck that does work well with this. And whether or not that comes out right away, we'll see. That's one of the cool things about Modern. One of the cool things about Modern, as I understand it, is the card pool is so large that people find cool interactions sometimes years after a card is released. Death's Shadow being example, an example of that. The Death's Shadow deck, as I understand it, was all all the pieces were legal in modern for a very long time months if not years before somebody put it together and realized oh wait a minute this deck actually works really well and so even if modern horizons 2 comes out and gris doesn't find a home right away i wouldn't be surprised if somewhere along the way somebody creates a deck that takes advantage of this thing and frankly if somebody else doesn't i feel like i need to and if that means i need to get into modern well so be it. Thank you for hanging out. I appreciate you. My name is Graham, also known as Hamox42 on the internet. You can catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Hamox42. I'm over there every weekday morning, plus bonus streams on the weekends. And uh, yeah, I hope you're having a phenomenal day. Don't forget, you're a good person and you deserve to be happy. I will catch you next time.